Welcome to the platform on the Sister Speak show. Sister Speak, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. Sister, spiritual inspiration shared through art. Sister, spiritual inspiration shared through Ayana. I am Ayana, the hostess, creator, and producer of the Sister Speaks show. It is my pleasure meeting you. Welcome to all the first-time listeners. The Sister Speaks show is recorded live and on demand in Dallas County, Texas. Sister Speak airs live every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spreaker. You can catch that live and on demand. The only time that it won't air live is if there is no special guest or if there has been a last-minute scheduling conflict. Either way, we are going to definitely provide you with an episode. You can count on that. Now listen, we have four segments of the Sister Speak show that you have to tune into. You must have the Sister Speak show in your listening shuffle, okay? So on Sundays, the platform. Tuesdays, coming to the stage. Thursdays, the culture climate and just added to the Sister Speak show, the tour. That's right, music acts, singers, bands, sound engineers, producers, managers, the whole genre of music. We're bringing it to the tour on the Sister Speak show, and you don't want to miss that. Special guest interviews, live performances, in-studio interviews, and live on-location reports. That's what you can get from the Sister Speak show. The special guests on this show are dynamic and impacting the community with their passions. The Sister Speak Show is a talk show that will keep your mind and soul informed, energized, and encouraged. A cultural renaissance platform that influences a climate that is conducive to who you are and who you should be. No reckless entertainment, just responsible listening nourishment. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, tonight my special guest is Jabari Usli. Go, and he goes by Aviated Visuals creatively on his social media platforms. You don't want to miss that interview. The brother's going to call in. We're going to talk. We're going to learn. We're going to vibe. And you are going to be able to support this brother and what he does. Now, I wanted to share something with you quickly. A video that is going to really, really kind of motivate you when it comes to being an artist, understanding why it's so important to support people you know who create art. This is brought to you by CBS in the morning. up 
right in front of your eyes. The winning bid came from a Japanese billionaire who announced the purchase on Instagram. For years, Basquiat's paintings have been selling for tens of millions of dollars. Jay-Z, a fellow Brooklyn native, has frequently rapped about Basquiat and reportedly purchased the painting Mecca for $4.5 million in 2013. I used to see him on the streets of New York, walking or bicycling around. There was a light that glowed around Basquiat. Jean-Michel Basquiat died of a drug overdose in 1988. He was just 27. His life may have ended early, but his place amongst the greatest artists in history seems destined to outlast us all. Having an African-American artist enter the pantheon of Van Gogh, Francis Bacon, and yes, even Picasso, it's about time. For CBS This Morning Saturday, Tony DeCopel, New York. Well, now, did you hear that? That was a lot of money. See, when someone begins to enter into the realm of artwork, you know, you have to understand that support is very, very important. People paint because it's their passion. You know, it's just like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I love to do. And sometimes starting out, you may be discouraged because you may not have the support that you think that you should have. But when it comes to my brother coming on this evening and artists like myself and other artists that you know, you know, it is it is a dream to have someone say, hey, your artwork is worth so much money. So, you know, I'd like to place a bid. I'd like to pay this amount of dollars. But you would want to receive it while you're on the living side, correct? And even though Basquiat, you know, he passed away at 27 years old, you know, it still goes to show that his art is still living and, and it's of value. And when you hear the term starving artist or struggling artist, you know, that's because someone has said, you know what, I'm going to quit the nine to five or I'm going to really, you know, do the nine to five, but I'm going to really dedicate my after hours towards my passion, my purpose, my goal. And when, it, and when you're an artist, I'm telling you, you know, you have to buy the paint or you have to buy the markers or whatever source of, you know, colors that you use to paint or to illustrate. You know, you have to spend endless hours, you know, creating, erasing, coloring and producing a product that will attract someone's eye. And so there's so many different levels of being an artist. You know, some people even take their artistry and and put it on, put, excuse me, take their artwork and put it on coffee mugs, pillows, shower curtains, you know, kimono rugs, tables, pillowcases. It goes on and on, clocks. There's just so many different products that someone can use in order to, you know, put their art out there and people buy it. But you have to spend a lot of time marketing and you cannot give up. So when this, my brother calls in, you know, we'll be able to ask him, you know, like, what's your drive? You know, why did you get into this? You know, do you know somebody? And I'm asking you listening audience, do you know somebody that's an artist? You know, uh, how well do you support them in what they do? You know, uh, have you seen them on the grind as of lately? You know, have you been able to purchase at least maybe a small print from them? You know, support goes in different ways, and I understand that. But, you know, you have to have a lot of respect for someone who decides to say, hey, I'm going to be a full-time artist. Calling in my brothers and sisters is my special guest. 
brothers and sisters all the way from Texas, okay, is my special guest, Jabari Usli. Everybody, let's give him a round of applause. My brother, how are you? I am doing well. Now, uh, I appreciate you for coming on to the Sister Speak show. Well, I appreciate that. Now, do you have me on speaker? Yeah, take me off speaker. <laughs> There you are. All right. My listening audience needs to hear everything that's coming out your mouth. So we want to maximize your voice and the hearing. Okay. Okay. All right. So my brother Jabari, what's going on with you? Are you representing? I'm representing uh, Plano, North, uh, North Dallas. All right, shout out to Plano, Plano, stand up. Shout out to North Dallas, North Dallas, stand up. So, my brother, let's get right on into it. Tell the listening audience why you create artwork. for me. I'm, I've, I've got some skills here. Like, what age were we, were you when you noticed that, you know, this is what I like to do? I would say I noticed it at a very young age. Mm -hmm. so like around six or seven. Right. But I honestly didn't start taking it serious until like uh, my sophomore year or junior high school. Mm -hmm. And from there, it's just I've been Right. Now, you said you mentioned you noticed it in high school. So were you taking any art classes or did you notice like when you had to turn in your book reports and had to do some illustrations that, OK, wait, my illustrations are popping. You know, what was it that, you know, what skills did you acquire along the way to, you know, say, OK, this is what I this is what it is. Yes.
like a fun fun summer where I was just free to do whatever. <laughs> Most of the time growing up, I was always at a uh, art workshop during the summer, so it was always dead around me. Yeah, that's good. And you know, the one thing about going to workshops and going to camps and even having a structured summer because I kind of I had a structured summer also my mother was used to be a teacher and in the summertime she would not I was not allowed to go outside I had to unless you know only once they got home but I had to read books I had to do book reports she always wanted to keep my brain moving. Now, I wouldn't appreciate any of that. I thought, you know, I, you know, I was like, what type of mother is this? But I'm very grateful because it, it shaped me. So with you, you know, having summers where you had to go into camp, you know, that structured you. And that was a blessing that, you know, your parent, you know, and your grandmother, you know, wanted to invest in you and wanted to keep you safe. You know what I mean? Correct. So when it comes to artwork, what is your preference? Is it painting? Is it drawing? Is it sketching? What do you love to produce? Uh, I, would say I, love to, I love to draw more than painting. But uh, my, me being, I guess, fun with the art is that I'm able to do it all do a lot of different mediums, but my first love and artwork would be drawing, like portraits. Right. And I like your artwork. I've looked at your artwork. Your artwork is very creative. It's unique. I don't see... You know, I like to look at artwork where I can see someone's personality in it like if I were to go somewhere I'd be like okay that's Jabari's you know that's his artwork I can definitely tell okay that's aviated visuals right there that's such and such that's such and such you know and you have a specific style and I like that and I also like when I look at your artwork I think of children's books I think of junior high school books you know as far as you illustrating you know book covers for those two particular you know, grade levels, if you will, you know, primary, secondary, you know, your artwork really, I, it just catches my eye as something that junior high and high school students would appreciate looking at on a book. And that's not to say that your artwork, you know, doesn't reach the adult, you know, the adult level or anything. It's just that when I looked at it, it was like the color, the vibrancy, you know, the way you sketch and the way you draw, it's just like this brother definitely has a gift here. So I just want to commend you for that. Thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. Jabari, you can talk. You don't have to. Uh, you can yeah, talk. I appreciate it. And, um, now I was saying, because I, I was letting you get that. I was, uh, I think you're talking about the colors. Yes. As far as like some of my creative processes, I always cause there's always something about just colored, color um like areas and just putting uh, um colors together to just bring out a particular I guess like vibe mm -hmm. or a particular fit of like particular feeling. Like, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. So, what gets you in the mood to, to create? Like, what, you know, what is your inspiration? Or what are your inspirations? Yeah, what are your inspirations? 
My inspiration is more, um, it's like when I travel and it's like music, um, culture, and there's how I may be feeling at that particular time, like what vibe I'm on to, to create a, a piece. Yeah, so when you talk about music, like what type of music gets aviated visuals Jabari in the mood to create like what what gets you like you know what it's on and popping now I'm about to pick up this pencil and it's on like what what gets you you know ready to roll out and create uh, I want to say it's more like I, like uh, now I'm saying like upbeat but some sound that it's like I used to stay in California so I like that, that like that horn and just upbeat type type of music, more melodic type type feel. Pause. I guess it'll be like a party near door type of vibe. Uh huh. It's rap, but not more so. It's not like R and B's party all the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with uh rap music and party near door might be in that mix too. Okay, so you said you used to stay in California. What part? Uh, Bay Area, like um, Oakland. Okay, wait a minute. Oakland, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you know I I used to live out there in the Bay Area? I was staying out there in El Bronte, the Richmond El Bronte area. Okay, so we stayed in the Richmond for like a few months, but for the most part, we was all around just the Bay Area, but we stayed in downtown um, Oakland and um, East Oakland. Shout out! Are you serious? Okay, okay, listening audience. See, I knew there was going to be a connection here. You know, the brother, okay, we, got, we live in Texas. He's a creative artist. I'm a creative artist. And then he just you know, threw in the fact that he, uh, you know, lived in California. So, you know, there's only two places you can live at in California, either Southern California or Northern California. Okay, and, and my brother is from the Bay, lived in the Bay Area, stayed in Richmond, you know. I mean, this, see, all right, Jabari. I'm one of them like, you don't really ask the question. I'm not going to be like, I appreciate that though. You know, you know, you vibe how you need to vibe. Okay, so you were living in California and everything, and you know, you said you stayed in Richmond for a little bit, and I understand you had to get up out of Dodge because, you know, it's a place where you just like to, you know, pass on through. And let's, okay, so you're in California. Were you doing artwork while you were out there? Uh, yes. I was doing, that's where, or say most of, when I was out there, I got pushed a little bit more into art. That's why I learned there was more to do besides just painting and drawing. And I was going to school in Berkeley, and that's like, so the same to me when I was, at the time, like, there was one of the art cities besides yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. They had a good art. Yeah. Art, artist, like, vibe. 
Yeah, no, totally. So, you know, let's talk about artists. You know, you're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. We see a lot of different artists and everything. What do you think it takes to market your artwork on Instagram? promote your art to our brothers and our sisters. What what do you think could be some of the, you know, not downfalls, but what do you think are the kind of things that kind of slow up the process of, of, of a transaction between, you know, with, with our brothers and our sisters when it comes to artwork? Because, you know, you can see, you know, certain artists online and they've got a following, you know, whether it's they paid for it and it's organic. Sometimes it's, it's a mixture of both. You know, what do you what do you think it would? Why do you think our people are so up and down when it comes to supporting others in this industry? Um, I would say, it's, to me, sometimes I think it's a little up and down with us because I uh, like I guess that when it comes to like some creative fields like art. Or just creators in general, they 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 don't look at it like it's a like it's really needed. But more so, some something good to look at and just look at, but not personal unless it's relative towards relative more relative to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good point. Yeah, that that does make sense. So you know, looking on Instagram. Did, wait, did you have something else you wanted to add? Yeah, I wanted to add. I say that because it's, um, you know, say, you know, you know saying people have followings and stuff like that. But I want to say most of the time that I see that, that those particular artists, uh, I want to say they, those artists, I guess, have their style where they got to a point where they just said they're going to keep rolling with this and that stuff with them. perspective 
Now, you know, I just want to backtrack just a little bit because you said you was from the Bay Area and you like that Bay Area music. Let's talk about it because, you know, when it comes to the Bay Area music, it's a particular type of music. It has a beat like no other. And a lot of the Bay Area music, West Coast music, has influenced other areas of music, you know, no matter what coast or, you know, where you are. Tell me your top three, three now, if you can remember, Bay Area songs that you think are all-time classics. All-time classics? Yeah, just First, I would say like uh Matt Drake, Dizzle Dance, Matt Drake period. I I can't just pick one of his songs to be honest. But I love I like Matt Drake. He had a real cool um yeah, nice music. That's why I like his music. Okay. But top three Bay Area, I would say, um I think that was Keep the sneaks. Okay. Uh, the E40 Chevy when it came out. Yeah, yeah. And, um, another big area. I don't know. Something that would have taken you was the architects. The academics? Not the academics. The delinquents? Who? No, I want to say it was the, uh, it was the, it was the, uh, it was a group called the Architects. Okay. They had a uh, song and um, I was like the pack with these. Mm-hmm. The pack, um, yeah. I think that was, uh, dang, that was like, you know, everything I, I wasn't expecting that was like a big. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, with, with that music, you know, when you were talking about Mac Dre and E-40 and all of that, you know, so is that what you would listen, what you listen to when you're creating your artwork? Um, more so, not, uh, actually I listen to some new artists out there in the day. One in particular is, uh, an old friend named Rick Slice Raj. He, like, he has uh, some music in the day that I really like. So, if I'm listening to him, not enough time to chill, I'm trying to make something. Oh, okay. It's on and popping then. So, what, like, what year were you in the Bay Area? Uh, I was up there like 2001, 2002. Wow. That was a wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was out there then. I was like 11 or 12. Okay, now see you. Okay, well, I was definitely not 11 or 12 in 2001, but that's all right. about the events that you have participated in as far as your artwork is concerned? Oh, yes, I have. I've been to, I 
you from from others and it's no disrespect to anybody who names their artwork after themselves you know that many people have self-named artwork you know but you know if you're trying to separate yourself do something different you know aviated visuals or sister good thing you know it just separates you from from the others and it just has people saying okay well you know why did you choose that name and and I kind of figured it had to do with you traveling, but I wanted you to tell the story because I didn't want to assume and I wanted the listening audience to, you know, also know exactly why you chose the name Aviated Visuals. Now, was somebody in your family in the military or is just that you guys just like to travel a lot? Well, uh, nobody was in the military, but my mom, she was a, um, a traveling, she was a surgical a surgical tech that traveled with her job, so oh, wow. we were able to um, travel when she, I guess when she felt that she was ready to, and those states in, those states in particular, we 
all we had family there, but we just didn't live there. Yes. And, and we just lived there most of the time. But when she started to travel, we were able to just live up live in those places and just pick up on what's going on. Um, like in the Bay or Atlanta, just a a real change from Jackson, Mississippi or Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I've been to a lot of those places because my father was in the military. I was conceived in New York, born in South Carolina. I've lived in Georgia. I've lived in Texas, California. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've traveled all over the United States of America, mostly, you know, um, and most of my traveling has been by car. And I've, you know, sitting in the back seat. And this is before they had Walkmans. This is before... There were Game Boys. This is <clears throat> this is when sleep was your roller coaster. Okay, yeah, you you know, and I had parents that you know they weren't trying to stop at McDonald's. My mama was like, "No, we got sandwiches." Okay, we would pass all these McDonald's, and my stomach would be flipping all around, and I'd be all hungry. And oh, oh, and then my daddy got me good one time. My stomach is growling. I'm like, McDonald's. There's a McDonald's 15 miles away. We pull up to the McDonald's. I'm like, yes, it's, we're about to get some McDonald's. And do you know, do you know, Jabari? See, this is the thing. My dad went in there and just got a cup of ice. A cup of ice. Oh, see, I was, a, okay, look, I was on the original punk. Okay, see, people didn't understand. Punk was when I started traveling with my parents because... Uh-uh. My mama would make them sandwiches, and I was like, a cup of ice? What are we doing with our life? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, so like I said, she would pack sandwiches, and, you know, you really had to use your imagination when traveling. And it's, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but... Yeah. Outside, entertainment, outside of the, looking at the road. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. And my dad would listen to that stiff radio, like that AM radio, like where they would talk uh, about the bombing in Korea and stuff like that. And I'd be like, what is this? I'd be, oh my gosh. I used to like, I'm telling you, it was, and, and the worst part about it, was sitting in the back seat, okay, I'm, I have to sit in the middle because I got my sister on one side, I got my brother on the other. I've always been short, so I'm sitting on my knees so I can at least see what's going on outside. And the, the worst part of traveling was always looking at the road signs, telling you how many miles is left and yours is on, and yours is on the bottom. You know, they're like, okay, Ross. Five miles, okay, Cleveland, 25, and you headed towards California, and it said 5,965 miles, and you just, you just want to know what it's, <laughs> you just want to know what it's going to be over, and you know, like my dad, he, well, he drove, he started to drive slower as he got older, but I just, you, you know, not going anywhere for a while, it was one of those, like, Oh, it, traveling was no joke, but you know what? You and I are blessed because we have seen more than just what's more than our front porch. You know, we have been able to go into different time zones, different zip codes, and be able to embrace and learn and 
you know, whether we assimilate it or not, <clears throat> excuse me, different cultures wherever we live. So, you know, I'm very grateful for my mom and I know you're grateful for my mom and my dad and I know you're grateful for your parents and your family for taking you outside of Jackson, Mississippi. Totally. So let's talk about Jackson, Mississippi. Like what's going on in Jackson these days? with Jackson, Mississippi, like you said, you know, you do see something on the move because I know that the show, The Dancing Dolls, comes out of Jackson, Mississippi. And so that's that's another form of creative art, you know, as far as dancing is concerned, that is putting Jackson, Mississippi on the map. Now, as far as relationships go with, you know, our people and with the Southerners, the and I, and I don't want to say white because that's not a color, but the white people just for, for the sake of conversation. What do you think is the today mentality between the two? Uh, could you repeat that question again? I, I'm sorry. I know. I was saying when it comes to race relations in Jackson, Mississippi, what do you think the mentality is today between our brothers and sisters and the uh, white people. Uh, well, in Jackson, Mississippi. Yes. Uh, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't really call it. It's just. It's um because they're living there. It always seems this is more. Everything is on a stereotypical level. Mm. And it's not really too much action on isolation because how Jackson is set up and how Jackson is, most most of Jackson is predominantly black. Mm-hmm. And yes, you have white people in Jackson, but most of the uh, them are outside of Jackson, so they don't have to do too much in Jackson. It's like everybody is to themselves. Wow. To, 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 to a degree. It's like, um, I kind of, because being in Dallas is weird because it's like, uh, but I would explain it. It's like how I, sometimes I be in South Dallas. And when I go to South Dallas, you know, I stay, I'm, remember, I, li- I live in Plano. Right. But I be in South Dallas. But when I go to South Dallas, I'm not in Jackson because it's, 
I see more of my people having shut down. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's like so profound and so true. I do not understand why our brothers and our sisters are very particular about their support and about seeing their own make it. I have it, it is deplorable and disgusting to say the most how we become so fast, so quick to be jealous. So quick to be envious, so quick to say, ah, they're not really doing too much, you know, trying to hate, you know, just, it's just like, for what? Like, why? You know, I, no reason at all. And I, and it to me, when someone is jealous or envious of your gift, your talent, your progression, they're basically saying that the most high God is a midget. You cannot tell me that in this lifetime that the Most High God is not able to do it for you and for someone else. He is able to provide and supply and give miracles and so much when it comes to our journeys that it amazes me that someone would get jealous over someone saying, you know what? Today, 
I'm getting in my car and I am driving it and I am going to start moving towards my destination. It amazes me how family becomes jealous, friends become jealous, co-workers, neighbors, enemies are jealous because of your progression, because you find so much peace, Jabari, in doing your artwork and creating and making the masterpieces that you make or that I find pleasure in doing what I do. We have got to stop, brothers and sisters, and that's why I have this show, Jabari, so we can all get on a level that we are so invested in ourselves and working out our talents and really minding our business and staying in our own lane that we can't help but celebrate and fellowship with one another in a peaceful manner and in a pure manner because we all getting it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm that's saying. saying. <laughs> so, you know, let's... Be real. It was, uh, I said it's weird when I get, so I get those type of questions because it's like I don't really... Uh, see it. I've seen it a lot and... It is like um, being in all these different traveling, being in all these different places, and all the days. It's the end of the day. It's, it's like at the end of the day when you see when you see um, like how different people in different places interact. It's just a real disconnect on what's really the issue, and sometimes it be somewhere else. Yeah. No, no, I, I get it. So, you know, let's 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 move into your artwork. How can people get in touch with you when it comes to commissions? Because you got some dope, dope artwork. I'm telling you all, after he drops his information, I expect those of you who are on social media to check this brother out. His artwork is different, it's dope, it's creative. It put the colors are vibrant. That's what I love about your artwork. One of the many things I love about your artwork is the fact that it's just so vibrant. So tell everybody how they can reach you for commissions. Uh, for commissions, you can reach me by email at aviatedvisuals.com you can also I mean, excuse me aviated wait you can go to his website at aviatedvisuals.com you go to his gmail at aviatedvisuals at gmail.com you go to his IG 
aviated visuals. Now, when it comes to a commission, what do you, what are your deal breakers when it comes to a commission? Like, what makes you say, you know what, sir, ma'am, this is not good. This, this isn't the business. This isn't going to work. What is a deal breaker for you when it comes to working with customers?
that you sign it or you say yes when you know your entire spirit and soul is telling you don't do it, you know, be willing to miss out on many opportunities. Why? Because if it's not a righteous opportunity, it's not an opportunity at all. You're going to end up in a pit and people will steal from you. You know, I mean, I've had my, I've had stuff stolen from me. I had a, a play that I wrote and I, and you know, people took that and tried to steal it and remake it and rewrite it. And I mean, I, you know, you'd be amazed at how people lie in wait for what you're getting ready to do next. So they can try to capitalize on it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, like, you know, you know, working, you know, hard work that you put into something. Mm -hmm. and just take it like it's theirs. Mm -hmm. And then do nothing at all. something for free. Markers, you know, 
Well, first, let me just say that to all the creative artists. Be patient with yourself because when you're starting out with your passion, with your talent, you're going to be building constantly. And so, you know, the, the tools that you use, the colors that you use, the, you know, to make your artwork may not be what you use later on, especially as your money grows, you know, your skill grows. You know, for me, I started out using the basic Crayola, the basic, you know, just basic things like that. And I still may, you know, go back to that depending on what I am doing. But for me, I like to use Copic markers, Winsor Newton, Prisma Color, you know, things like that. So, so tell me what it, what what brand works best for you when you're creating. Um, right now, I'm using golden um, mixes by golden mediums, mm -hmm. and I'm using. Okay. Golden, golden um, you sharing that with me because you know one brand may work for you one may, one brand may not but the beautiful thing about it is we are all able to find some type of you know brand that makes our artwork pop you know I, I that's that's what it's all about to me so what's coming up for you in the future with aviated visuals Normally, you're on the Houston, do that show, try to um, 
All right, you heard him. Listen more, talk things out, plan it out, get things done. Okay, so you gave a shout out to your mother. Hello to your mother. You raised a wonderful young man. I'm, I'm so grateful that you all took the time out to put him into these summer camps and to help him develop his talent. It definitely shows. You're very respectful, very memorable. And, you know, I'm very grateful that you decided to come on the Sister Speak show. You know, I've just been waiting and waiting and waiting to converse with you. Finally got you on. So did you enjoy yourself on the Sister Speak show? Yes, I did. I was, uh, I was, I've been anticipating. I was, uh, excited for a call. I was, I wasn't really too nervous, but it was like, I was just <laughs> telling myself we're going to go with the flow. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> I'm glad. I appreciate you. No, I don't bite. <laughs> and I, I like to make sure that each each special guest who comes on the show, you know, you feel comfortable. We're vibing out. You know, the conversation is going to have many different levels. We're going to definitely talk about your passions. We're going to definitely talk about your talents. And, you know, I just want to get to know you better. And what better way for the listening audience to get to know you better than to, you know, just vibe out. This show is about making the known known, and you're already known, my brother, so why not just share it some more with the listening audience, and like I said, I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate you being on the Sister Speak show. You're going to have to come back on the Sister Speak show because I want to know how the Trap Art event went. I, I need to know how it went, you know, um, what to expect. You might be even able to tell other creative artists how to prepare to even go to an event like that, you know, because vending is not um, something that you can do at the last minute, right? So, you know, being able to go prepare. How many, what I wanted to ask you is how many uh, pieces of your artwork are you taking down to Houston? Uh, how many pieces? Yeah. Uh, at the moment, I may be taking, like, uh, I'm in, like, my uh, creative quarter right now looking you better work you hear me you take them pieces down there and let them know what time it really is with aviated visuals you know what I'm saying <laughs> that's the plan I hope that man like realize that they really know what's going on hey it's time now, don't you turn up and get and, and forget to show up to the trap art event because you down there, you know what I mean, turning up. And the next thing you know, you done slept through the whole event now, my brother. Now, you make sure you get down there and get to that event, okay? <laughs> that was the main thing about this year, my birthday on a Tuesday. I was like, man, this Tuesday, I don't know what I was really doing on Tuesday. I was going to be really chilling. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, you just make sure you turn up to the event, too. <laughs> oh, well, Jabari, I really appreciate you for calling into the platform. I thank you for being on the Sister Speak show. You've been definitely a blessing. Uh, I'm very impressed with you and what you do. Please continue to create, you know, black out anybody who's trying to steal your joy. But I have a feeling you're going to be all right. And shout out to 
your family. Shout out to Plano, Texas. Shout out to Texas. You know, we are definitely in the building. And my guest, Aviated Visuals, goes by Aviated Visuals. My guest, Jabari Usni, has definitely been in the building, in the house, on the phone live. And we got to chop it up. So mission accomplished. My brother, I will talk to you later on. I'm going to go ahead and close out this show. But thank you for calling in to the Sister Speak show, okay? Uh, you welcome, man. It was uh, nice to see you and uh, such a big show. Well, thank you, my brother. We'll chat soon, okay? All right, man. Okay. Yeah, bu- man. All right. Bye bye. Well, my brothers and sisters, he called in. We talked. Aviated visuals, right? You know how he got his name because they were always traveling. You know, he lived in the Bay Area. He was from Jackson, Mississippi. He was living in Memphis. You know, now he's out here in Texas getting ready to head on down to Houston at the end of the month to attend the Trap Art event. And you can always Google Trap Art and see exactly what goes down at that event. You know, a plethora of artists come together with their artwork, so inspired, so creative, and they just vibe out. You know, you get to just meet so many different people. No, I have not participated in one myself. However, I have participated through viewing what goes on online. And so, hey, for him to be leaving out of North Dallas and heading all the way down to Houston, that's like a 3.5 hour drive, okay? That's what you call faith and motivation. Getting up, getting out, and getting something. Do you understand me? Oh my gosh, it's so serious. And to all of the creative artists out there, no matter where you are, no matter what type of tools you have, no matter how much money you have, you keep creating when you can create. Doesn't matter who's not buying. It doesn't matter what's not working. Whatever is working is working. And the Most High God has a way of stirring up your gift, enhancing your skill, and bringing people along your way to purchase what you have created. You just have to be patient. That P word that many of us struggle with. And I have to be honest, you know, there have been times where I was just like, what's up? What's going on? But I also had to learn that what I do is an acquired taste and that there's a specific group that is designed for what I do. And I just have to keep creating and believing and not giving up on how far I've come so far. It would be a tragedy for me to just quit. Now, there are some people who are expecting me to quit. They want to know if I'm still doing Sister Good Thing. They want to know if Sister Good Thing is still up and running. It sure is. It's in the decathlon, so to speak. Oh, yes. Sister Good Thing is growing. So talking to Jabari, you know, it just made me want to encourage all of my creatives out there. You know, I see some wonderful work. Now, when it came to that brother who sold that painting or whose painting sold for over $100 million. And he was 27 years old when he passed away. He didn't even get to enjoy it. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, you need to enjoy life. I don't want you 
to check out on life because of the hardships that you are encountering, because you are experiencing seasons of suffering, because you are experiencing lack and less, and because you are not, you know, gaining the momentum, momentum that you think you should be gaining. Time out, time out, time out. You can't quit. That's just not an option. I know it looks bleak. I know it looks dark. I know it is very confining. I know it is very lonely, damp. I understand that it can be dry, but I'm telling you, the floods are coming. And I don't mean floods in a negative way that it's gonna wipe you out, but increase is on its way. And I'm not talking about no sending your $25 or your $29.99, and I will tell you that you have a miracle on the way. No, I don't do witchcraft, and I ain't doing no TV evangelism. I'm talking about some straight up the tides will turn, your seasons will change, things will get better for your life. You have to hang on in there. What happened to your dreams, brothers and sisters? Some of you right now, your dreams have been deferred, on the back burner, forgotten about, because you didn't have the proper support to say, hey, I believe in you, you can do it. I'm encouraging you right now, wherever you are, whatever you have put down, pick it up. The Most High God has given you a talent. He has given you gifts, and some of us have more than one talent. And if you are sitting on your talent, and when he returns, if you have not done anything with your talent, you will have to give an account. Some of you can speak. Some of you know how to act. Some of you know how to write. Some of you know how to draw. Some of you know how to encourage. The gift list goes on and on. The talent, it, it, it goes on and on. But if you're not doing anything with your talents, if you're not doing anything with your gifts, then somebody else is going to run past you and do it well. And you're going to sit back and you may be miserable and you may be bitter because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Are you lazy? Are you a procrastinator? Are you the type of person that says, I'm going to just do it tomorrow? Oh, I'll get to it. Do you need a flame? To be put underneath you so you can be lit. Brothers and sisters, it's time out from being basic. We have to be above average. Okay, there's too many gifts inside of us, too many talents. We need to be above average. Stop being so jealous of somebody else getting it and get it yourself. Well, what do you want me to get, Ayana? I want you to get up, get out, and get something. I want you to use your talents. Okay, I don't know what you can do. You do. I don't know what your passions are. You do. But you've got so much junk and so many other things cluttering you, cluttering your life that you can't even activate who you're supposed to be. So that's why you have to declutter. You have to also declutter everything that everybody said about you and said to you that discouraged you from even running on and pressing your way through. People are designed sometimes to create obstacles which then will show you how strong you are or how strong you are not. And some of you have met a resistance and you refuse to go on. And you have decided that you would sit there on the sidelines and watch everybody else play. Mm, mm, mm. You got to get out of the spectator season. Stop watching other people get it and get it yourself. The Most High God is not a midget. So shame on you for being jealous of what anybody else has going on. Shame on you.
He sits high and he looks low. He has all power. You mean to tell me that he can't bless you and me at the same time? Oh, yes, he can. You mean to tell me that he can't work on you and work on me at the same time? Oh, yes, he can. You mean to tell me that he can't open doors for you and me at the same time? Yes, he can. Yes, he can. He is able. But there are some things about us that we need character development in order to handle the progression. Period, point, blank. Some of us lack the character to even handle that season. If some of us were to enter into seasons without the proper character, we would become bougie, arrogant, and we would fumble. Have you ever seen a fumble in a football game? You had the ball. Oh, you had it. But something came and knocked that ball out your hands or you had butterfingers. You didn't have a tight grip on that ball, so therefore you had a fumble. Some of you all have had a false start. You started off doing something and it just wasn't time. So that's why it's not manifesting itself. Now you have a five-yard penalty. Mm. You already know I've been watching football. My husband was watching football. So then, you know, next thing you know, these analogies start coming. But, they're, they're, but they are relatable and that's why I'm speaking in those terms. My brothers and sisters, what are you supposed to be doing with your life right now? Some of you can cook really well, clean really well. Some of you know how to look after children. Some of you know how to homeschool. What's up? What you doing with your life? We got to get back to this cultural renaissance thing where black people, excuse me, my brothers and my sisters, my brown people, watch it, Ayana, my brown people are winning at a large amount. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, when you hate on somebody, the only thing that happens is they end up they end up like really popping even harder in front of you. And now you're really, really mad. I'm serious about that, my brothers and my sisters. Oh, it's so real. So I just want to encourage you all, no matter where you are in your life, continue to progress, continue to invest, continue to do everything that you can to get to where you need to be. I'm just only encouraging you. I'm only encouraging you. And some of you going to have to get up and move from where you are. Some of you are living in the back of your state, underneath your state, okay? Don't want to travel. Don't want to move. Don't want to do anything, you know. You just want to sit there. But then you want to hate on other people because they're doing what they got to do to get out of Dodge? Some of you will never grow until you move. That's right. Up and relocate. You better find out where it's on and popping and see why, you know, what's the next train that's leaving. Oh, my gosh. I'm just being honest with you, my brothers and sisters. It's very serious. I want you to be the best that you can be so we can stop leaving these nasty comments and direct messages and, you know, writing all these blogs that are geared towards hating on one another. It's very serious. And we have to stop idolizing all these people and not supporting people that you know. Like, what's up? I'm going to say it over and over again. Some of you, for lack of better terms, you suck at being a friend. You suck at being a family member. You suck at your support. I'm just being honest with you. You see... That sister posting. You see that brother posting. But don't let some new shoes come out. Don't let something else come out on Instagram. Oh, you're going to definitely submit your PayPal information. 
while your brother and sister continues to pump and pump and pump and you don't even support, you don't even buy. You waiting for that brother to blow up. You waiting for that sister to blow up. You better be guaranteed that you won't be anywhere around for that. People know who support them. People can remember your attitude, the things that you've said. They remember it all. And there's a time coming where you're not going to be able to get in. Oh, boy. Okay, my brothers and sisters. I appreciate you for listening to the platform tonight. My special guest, Aviated Visuals, Jabari Usli, coming out of Plano, Texas. The brother was dope. He shared his perspective, and I really appreciate that. So listen, tomorrow, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, you better get your listening tickets. What do you mean? You better make sure you are in the house, plugged in, downloaded, and ready to go for the tour. Special guest, the city from Houston, Texas. That's right. This group is on fire and they will be on the tour. And you better come in because the lines are going to be long. <laughs> I'm just having a little creative creative talk with you all. But I really want you to tune in and listen live to the city on the tour. Tuesday, my brother Nicholas Monroe, spoken word artist, poet, writer, radio host, renaissance brother, gonna be on fire, can't wait to converse with him, then we have the culture climate, and then we have Ayana Turner, iPush Magazine, lead journalist, two-time author, beautiful sister, I can't wait to vibe with her, I can't wait for you to listen live, oh my gosh, Haley Maj, poetess, She's going to be on coming to the stage on the 26th. You, look, save the dates, okay? I mean, this is the Speak Show is rolling. And I definitely have some more surprises. And the October lineup is on fire. And you're going to see more promo flyers dropped and special guests. Got some really, really, really special guests coming on to the show. Can't wait to connect with the rest of you all. And look. If what you do is conducive to what the Sister Speak show does, I want you on the show. There has to be some segment of this show that you qualify to be on. The platform coming to the stage, the culture climate, or the tour. Hey, you may even be on all four. You know, hey, I I'm not going to hate. But we've got three hours of production time, so let's talk. Okay, my brothers and sisters, I thank you for tuning in. You have been a wonderful listening audience. The Sister Speak show is recorded in Dallas, Texas. Dallas County, Texas, Cedar Hill, Texas, to be exact. I am your hostess, Ayana. This is the Sister Speak show. You've been listening to the platform on the Sister Speak show. Until then, my brothers and sisters, I'm signing off. Kiss your husband, kiss your wife. Kiss your children, lock the doors, make sure your windows are shut tight. Turn on your lights, drink you some water before you go to bed, drink you some water when you wake up. Look, I just want you to be healthy and I just want you to live. Practice patience, practice self-control and practice your gifts and your talents. Until we meet next time, my brothers and sisters, it has been a pleasure. This is Ayana and I am signing off.
Comcast Business gives you the bandwidth you need to power all your devices. Get started with 200 megabit internet and voice for $99.99 per month. And for a limited time, we'll upgrade your speed to 300 megabits for no additional cost for the first year with a three-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 today. Comcast Business. Beyond fast. Offering 3120 restrictions apply not available in all areas. New business customers only limited to Comcast Business Internet. 200 megabits per second and one voice mobility line. Regular rates apply after first 12 months. Three-year agreement required. Early termination fee applies. Equipment taxes and fees extra subject to change. Monthly service charge increases by $10 without paperless billing and auto pay.